Welcome to Tavern to Roll. My name is Oliver, I'm here with Robin. Uh, we are discussing, this is going to be part four of our uh, Empire LARP E4 2022. So we're going to be discussing the Sunday of our, yeah, the last the last yeah, Empire event of the year as well. Sunday. So this will, pro this will be the last, um, the last kind of review episode of... Uh, yeah, Empire Lark this year. Definitely not the last uh, bit of um, content we'll be doing on it. Not by a long shot. Oh no, no, we have ideas. Yeah, because we're because we're yeah totally hooked on Empire and and Larp. Hopefully, um, yeah, we're we're hoping to maybe try out some different systems. Maybe like have a look at a few things in next year, maybe, um, and keep exploring this uh, this wonderful world. But. Uh, for now, we're going to talk about our Sunday at E4, the Autumn Equinox. Uh, this is this is a, a quite an epic one, isn't it? This this was how we got so much done in a short amount of time, really, technically, because Sunday tends to be quite short because I, of the battle. I don't know how we did it. Yeah, it was. But yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. So anyway, we may as well just kick off. Um, so uh, yeah, we were fighting in the main battle on Sunday. So. This was a this was a seven nation army, so we were. That's it. That's as much as we can do it before they stop us. Oh, oh no! <laughs> Take us. They'll strike us off. They'll strike us. Um. So yeah, we so I we were basically so let let me uh explain for people who have no idea what so you can get a sense of what we were trying to do. So the druge bad barbarians that have uh we've been fighting Fish. them in like yeah we've been fighting in the barons for a long time Dorna has a claim to the to the barons um my military unit is actually based in the barons um mm -hmm. but we've been fighting for a while they have been a problem in zenith now zenith is like the home of the uruzeni or was the home of the uruzeni it's not been for a, a little while i don't think because of the druge hanging out there and we've been fighting in zenith a lot you know if you've been keeping up with us you would have heard us talk about zenith a lot because we've been talking there so uh in the downtime between e3 and e4 um what had basically happened is that the uh imperial armies uh mainly the the dornish armies specifically uh one of them the hounds of glory uh that uh my military uh was with in that downtime we'd ba we basically carved the territory in two so we had trapped a good chunk of the druge in one part of the territory so they are yeah. actually cut off they are trapped right so the narrative through the weekend was that the druge are like basically cornered rats you know um it's funny i call them rats because they've been like they're very much they've been likened to like skaven in warhammer because that's kind of how they fight it's all about poison and they have like the senses and they, we'll talk about that later um, yeah but they were trying to do a ritual that would basically make it so they can get the hell out of there right so it was a very but it was going to take a lot of resources for them to do it so basically if if the imperials had stopped them doing this ritual then they wouldn't be able to get out and they would just be you know ducks in a barrel basically so that's our job was to go in stop this ritual so we, the Empire, just basically thrown everything at it. Like we had already said, Saturday was just three nations. 
Sunday, we had Dawn, which is the biggest nation going in. And then we had with us uh, the Brass Coast, Barushka, the League, the Imperial Orcs, Urizen, and who am I missing out? Highguard. Highguard with us. So, yeah, seven, seven nation army. Um, yeah, we, so we, <laughs> seven nation army. Uh, yeah, so we, we prepped. Uh, the Imperial Orcs, funnily enough, wanted to go through first. Um, so, sorry, can I say something before that? No, we did you cannot. Extra prep yeah, sure. in the morning. <laughs> we cut over to the actual battle. Oh, shit. Sorry. Yeah. This, no, this was, yeah, this was a big deal. I'm so sorry. Yeah, this was actually a real big deal. Well, there was two big things that happened yeah. before that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, first big thing was when a certain Mercy turned up. Yeah, so Mercy turned up. Um, so if you listen to the last episode, uh, Godric had, um, after speaking with Mercy and doing a bit of soul searching and finding out about himself, um, he had organized for Mercy to do a ritual in RNL. So basically mechanically he was going I can't remember the name of the the ritual, but it was going to make your bleed count up to nine minutes. Yeah, yeah. it was huge. And what was really bizarre is that like in the morning, like, you know, out of guard or Mercy's face rep was like, you know, oh, I just need your like PD number. And I was like, Oh yeah, here it is. Oh, and here's Oliver's. And he was, like, Oh, I don't need his. And I was like, Oh, okay. At this point, myself and RNL had no idea what was actually happening and always just assumed that he was doing something on Godric and RNL. And I was like, okay, cool. No idea what was happening. So what made this so epic is that when we got there to the camp, I actually got to watch another ritual take place first. And it was pretty incredible watching this. And then when it came to be my turn, Mercy explained everything explain the interaction that he'd had with Godric on the previous evening on the the worries that Godric had of RNL's safety on the battlefield and that this the purpose of this was to make it so that Godric did not have to fear for her, her life like he had done so far and to be able to fight as he did within the barn. it was sorry can I interject it was like yes, to, yes. just just to say that he worded it so well it wasn't like a oh yeah godric uh doesn't think the woman can fight so therefore uh give her all the stuff it was like you say it was it was literally it this ritual was for godric more than it was arnel to help him through the pre-grief of love um I, mercy could probably put it way better than then i just did there but it was yeah it didn't feel like oh yeah you know uh oh no i i, I can't be watching aaron l so but it was it was very much a yeah th this this is to help with godric's um yeah o overcoming this hurdle that godric has come up against and he portrayed that quite well to you while mm. doing the ritual which was great he did. He performed ritual. He sang. He. It was absolutely incredible. Like a huge, like incredible experience to go through. 
And yes, uh, mechanically, bleed count went up to nine minutes, which is um, it, it is pretty huge. Um, for those who do not know, bleed count is usually uh, three minutes. Three minutes. And when you are venomed, it actually reduces it down to 60 seconds. So do you sec- have... 30 seconds, I think. 30 seconds, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, 30 seconds, yeah, sorry. Venom, um, nasty, yeah, yeah, so to have this extra ability put on there makes a huge difference. Um, so then after this, we stayed, we spoke to several people there and we headed back to the tent. To well, get there's our one final... tragic thing I do want to point, I, I do want to mention. I don't I don't have the, uh, the player's permission, but I will say because it's to do with Mercy, there was someone, um, there was someone that had something to do with Mercy's story um and they came up to me and they were like oh you're godric aren't you and i was like yes and they were like oh i'm such and such and i was like oh you're such and such we need to speak after the battle um well i'll just say now because otherwise it's going to be it's going to be weird if i tell it at the end but uh they didn't make it back (laughs) and Mm. It was because it was such in the morning, everyone's like getting ready and we had to do this ritual early and get it done out the way. Because like you pretty much have to fight almost at time in. You've got got a very small window of time in before you have to go out through the Sentinel Gate, you know, so people need to get things done very quickly. Um, And I was like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll talk because we had to go off and do other things. We're like, oh, yeah, you know, I'll talk. And then they didn't didn't make it back. It's so sad. Um, Yeah, sorry. Go on. Um, yeah, I mean, I was just going to see that and we, we like headed back to the tent and we, we finished getting ready. And as I was getting ready, um, I had, so over the weekend and, and last <laughs> during the um, summer as well, I'd actually befriended some of the children within Dawn and the children. Um, one of them in particular is very talented. They came and um, so the two children came with their mother. And they performed a ritual on me <laughs> there and then outside the tent where they spent two of their mana crystals to cast the um, bull strength. Bull's endurance. Me. <laughs> yes. And it basically gave me um, two points of endurance. Yeah, two points of endurance. Is yeah. what they had done to me. And they gave me a favor to take into the battlefield with me. A little... Um, um, yeah, it's it is it's in, in that room, room somewhere. Yeah, it's on know. the windowsill, I think. <laughs> but yeah, go for it. <laughs> they gave me um for those who are listening, they gave me this little like um like octopus squid sort of thing, and it was like um a crocheted uh, one, and I tied this onto my onto my belt, um so that yeah there we go. <laughs> Oliver's holding up now. So I tied this onto my belt to go out into battle. Now there was some um, reason behind this. So the child that gave it to me said that this particular little animal will um, squirt out um, ink and it's very effective against the druge because they told me that although the druge venom though is they need to be able to see them. So this little guy is going to stop them from being able to venom me. <laughs> so I had this little guy attached to my belt out to go into battle i was really really glad to you, have this baby you had all the you had all the the, the children of the empire giving you tips <laughs> you really did oh yeah the other one you got yeah so one of the other kids came up to speak to me and they went oh can i have a look at your weapons and i'm like kneeling down on the ground <laughs> i was like, yeah sure and i'm taking my weapons so they were like okay good 
when it comes to the Druze, you really need to have sharp edged weapons um, because they, they are not, um, because more blunt weapons like hammers and so on are not as effective against the Druze. And they were giving me all these tips and they were like, you need to do stabbing or slashing damage against the Druze. <laughs> this is a little and I'm kid like, as well, like a little This little is a kid, tiny little kid. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, right. I'm I'm going to take that in. Okay, right. So, and I, I took all my weapons. I was like, do you want to look at them all? And they were like, yes. <laughs> they looked at all my weapons. They were checking them all. And they were like, yes, no, these are all going to be effective against the Druze. Make sure you're doing it like this. And I'm like, yes, got it. Godric, Godric, got like, got, like, yeah, Godric's like worrying about Aranel. <laughs> at this point, you've got like, you've got like uh, nine minutes of bleed count. You've got enchanted armor. You've got bulls. You've got two, two levels of endurance. Yeah. Yeah, you you were you were set for <laughs> the freaking academy behind me. <laughs> also, this was amazing. <laughs> uh, just before we get onto that, uh, I may be making a mistake. Did we tell the story about your about the pauldron that's literally behind you? Do we do we mention those on the podcast yet? I don't know. Let's just mention we it, do it again. again. Yeah, Let's do so, it again. So for for listeners, uh, yeah, we got gifted by um lupo earl of the house that we had given us our test um he had gifted us at the beginning of e4 a pauldron each symbolizing that uh yeah so when we were wearing them on either side of us so i was wearing mine on my right shoulder aaron was wearing his on our left when we went into battle on sunday the idea being that one day they would be reunited as a full set which I thought was just just beautiful, um, and yeah, you had your you had your fancy mail as well. It's just actually made me fall in love with um with the clank. To be honest, mm. I love wearing. This. Yeah, you're like, oh yeah. I mean, your leather work is amazing, but you you can't you can't beat some shining armor. Let's face it, you can't beat some shining armor. Yeah, that's it. And then obviously you are fully uh, heavy armor as well. Um, oh yeah, I'm, so, yeah, I'm so, heavy. Yeah, so you you were you were pretty well prepared, and we uh, we we had done a good job from also, from E one to E four of gathering potions as well. I had um, all my throwing weapons, so I had so I had two throwing knives in one arm attached to my bracer. I had a throwing knife underneath that bracer as well. So I had three on one arm. I had two stashed on the other arm. I had one in each pocket, I think. And I had my dagger on my back and my two swords. I had a lot of weapons on me. Yeah. yeah. I used them all. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, and then we... Was there anything else that happened? Or we just we went through the gate? That was it, right? Um... No, yeah, I think that's yeah. I think that took us down to go into the gates. So we kind of like did our usual like racing down to the gate sort of thing. Um, there was everybody obviously doing their speeches and so on. We had well, little back and forth with the yeah. Imperial Orcs. And yeah. it was a case, this was different from all the other battles in that we ran through that gate. Now the Imperial Orcs, yes, they went first. I wish we had run faster, to be honest, like as a nation, but... Oh, we were right behind. I ran fast. Well, you did. 
I it? thought we were charging. Yeah, seven seven nations. It took a while to get for that. That's I mean that's the problem with the Sentinel Gate. The Sentinel Gate is obviously you wouldn't you wouldn't not be without it. This is I'm talking like in character. Uh, you wouldn't be without it at all because it literally transports you anywhere as long as there's a conjunction going on. Um, and so to appear next to your enemies is fine. However, your enemies have the advantage of being able to deploy spread out and in the positions they want to be in. When you're going through the gate, it's like it is a bottleneck of like, we need to get all the heroes of the empire through this narrow gap. So you can't deploy. You can only deploy like, right, they go first, then they go second. You can't deploy like, right, you're on the flank, you're on this flank, you're in the center, you're the front line. It's literally like, oh, we're all showing up at the same concentrated point. Whereas the enemy are already in all their positions they need to be in. And that's always going to be the case with the those conjunctions when you're going through the Sentinel Gate. You know, you're always on the back foot a little bit. You have the element of surprise sometimes, especially in skirmishes and the small conjunctions, but on the larger ones, the monsters aren't surprised, you know, that you've shown like, up. I was just like so excited to be fighting alongside the Imperial Orcs. We hadn't done that yet. And I was like, oh, this is great. And I'd heard all these stories and talks of Dawn and the Imperial Orcs charging together and work and fighting together. So when they went through first, when the last Imperial Orc went through, we were in the front, we were just ready to go. Yeah, and they went, go. go. We just charged behind them because i was like yeah i'm not going to we're, 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 i don't want to go with them to be honest and we charged out there and that's when i kind of got a little bit confused okay so uh, i didn't quite understand because there was somebody from dawn who ran out ahead like right across the field and i kind of thought <laughs> are we charging? I know. He's and like, I I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna go scouting because I'm gonna go ahead up to see the Imperial Orcs, and you just you just follow. Uh, well, no, there's more to it than that because one of the other people there was like, "Are you, Don? Are you really going to let this person run out by themselves out there?" And I was like, "No!" <laughs> I started running. I didn't realize they were scouting. Be, I don't know if that person realized they were scouting. Thing is, not Robin, sure. Like we were so far ahead, like we. That's what I meant by I wish Dawn had sprinted a bit more because like we were so far ahead that literally we left a lot of our nation behind the, the speed that people weren't keeping up. Um, but I, I, that's not a slight on anyone. But again, it's difficult coming through that narrow gap and then everyone getting it through. It is, it is. But you need to get your ass moving, really. When you go through that gate, you do need to go because you've got a lot of people to get through that gate. And it's a big field that you come out into, especially if you're entering into the field, if it's position that you're entering into the field. Um, well, I just ran. Yeah. No, you and I'm realizing and now out. maybe a gentle jog would have been fine. Yeah. But yeah. I just ran because yeah. and the orcs ran. So the Imperial orcs, they went for Which it. Which was so good like, well, because... They're going for it. We should go for it. Yeah. Well, we I had... set that up for everyone. Yeah. I had heard because we were fighting with the Imperial orcs, they were like, oh, orcs going first. Is that a good idea? Because basically we're going to then just like show up and then all we're going to see is orcs and it's going to be confusing um that didn't really happen did it it was no. it was fine um so yeah we we didn't we didn't really need to do much much fighting on the field did we like there wasn't there's was barely any fighting on the field um we met a bit of resistance and then we were uh into the breach right yeah there was there was slight resistance in the field like you said um another thing as well sorry i keep backtracking because i keep remembering things 
one thing that was really nice is when we were walking to the um what on our way down we were with um Jeffrey who was singing and um I actually really enjoyed singing alongside them this time because I actually knew some of the words finally it's only taking me like four seasons to actually learn some of the words but you know we're getting well there. I mean because so. yeah when Rion sings it's like some of them he's written himself but I mean that like the charge dawn charge is literally on the wiki so you can actually learn that one but, oh yeah. my god yeah I'm I, that, that was amazing like singing that walking through but it wasn't just the singing it it was the walking past other nations and them just being like yes yeah <laughs> and it was just that sort of like beautiful sort of feeling of going through the nations and going with them it was it was just it was it was it was wholesome I'm going to use the word wholesome it was um and yes yes yeah you're right we went through um there was a little bit of resistance out on the field um I was leaning into although there wasn't a miasma effect RNL is an angry person on the battlefield she's she's pretty angry and I kept as far front as I possibly could and every time that somebody was like you know we need someone in the front here I pushed myself to the front as did you even though I didn't have a shield or anything, I was just like, no, I've got this. I am in well, the you, front. I want to be in front of the people that I want to impress. Your yeah, your yeah, your positioning is pretty good though. You, you you don't you tend to be behind me a lot. When I say behind me, not like literally behind me. Sometimes you are, but it it's quite rare that I look and you're like ahead of me, which is smart because. I have the, the shield. I stick to your right side. Yes. Because your right shield side. is on your left side. So I stick to your right side to where you need the defense. Yes. So that basically if it gets too much or I can't stop myself, I can roll behind you or come out. Yeah. But I always stay to your right side and it's pretty beautiful. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, then we we headed in and we ended up going straight towards that, that sort of breach. Yeah, and we, we punched through pretty easily. Oh, wow. Yeah. I've never, like, that's my first time actually experiencing that, but I was like, okay, there's a breach. But wasn't and it wasn't us, a, was it? It was, I'm pretty sure. It wasn't us. Was it Urizen? Like, Urizen were fighting, like, demons. It was Urizen. It was Urizen. Was it Uruzen? It was Urizen, yeah, because yeah. we literally, we went job. in first and we moved everything, mm -hmm. and then they were coming through, and we we're like, "Yeah, go for it!" And we stood back. They punched through, and we went with them to marshal fight alongside them as they had all their spears and their pole arms and punched through. It was um, yeah, I can't remember. There's there's a unit in Urizen that we so, came yeah, across a few times. They have the I know they have the blue armor and the pole arms. And they think they specialize in the pole. They're pretty much they've got a very like spartan -y feel to them yeah um yeah if anyone knows who that unit is um because people were calling them by name but yeah you folks were fighting like oh, demons yeah. it was awesome um, that was, was so yeah super it impressed was, like i was super impressed. it was inspiring yeah yeah um but that was also what was really cool was uh again i i'm hmm. No, I'll just I'll just say because I, I thought yeah it might it might sound a little bit uh, big headed but I can't because I'm not talking about myself I'm talking about my nation. What was really cool was the fact we had so many nations out there, but a lot of the nations like as you looked around and when we got into that woods, a lot of the time it was chaotic. It was very it was a freaking hard battle, um, and we were fighting 
for literally hours, right? Because it, it mm. was, went on. This was a, compared to the Saturday, which was short. This was a long ass battle. And um, they were respawning. They were respawning. <laughs> we, 100%. everybody fought their asses off. Um, oh, they were sweated so much milk. And nice. <laughs> there was, yeah, like I said, seven nations. And some of these nations are quite small. Um, it was awesome to see, like, but, and this isn't a slight on British. It's just, it just, I think it, it shows the respect that uh, the other nations maybe have for Dawn on the battlefield because several times you're looking and there is literally a whole unit of Rushkins of Freeborn literally being literally listening to one dornish person you know like yeah it would you you sometimes you would look across and be like there's literally one dornish general there and there is a just a pool of of freeborn just just going okay tell us what to do tell us where you want us i mean like when we think about it again we've only been to four events but every single one of those events in the battlefield being within dawn we've been at the front but not only at the front we've always been an earshot of the the field marshal and we've always understood those orders and, you know, carried those back if needed. Yeah. I, I think it's just the way that we fight, which makes a bit more sense, I guess, if others are like, well, what's actually, you know, what's the best option here? And that's the idea is we should all be working together in that yeah. circumstance. Yeah. Um, it, no, it was, it was, it was great. Um, it, it was, it was confusing and it was, it was hard. There was times where... Yeah, it looked really freaking hairy. Um, mm -hmm. Do you want to, do you want to talk about what happened? There was a couple of nicer things that happened first that I'd rather talk yeah. about. Because okay. first of all, um, we before all that happened, we did have um, a, a moment where we were with some of the Imperial Orcs, and you noticed a few of them that had the Iron Tide. Um, oh yeah, field. yeah, oh yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll tell this story. Yeah, but so, wait, let's talk about the fun stuff first. We'll talk about the fun stuff. Yeah, cause, yeah. No, to be fair, a lot happened before the. Uh, mm. Are you okay? Are you okay? I'm just going to ask you. Are you okay to talk about it? Because I should have asked. No, you no, it's fine. Yeah, no, I am okay. totally okay. So we, we, so we will we will get to that um so yeah there was one moment where we're going through the we're going through the rushes and then we meet up with the imperial orcs now there were some actually quite horrific scenes like in character horrific scenes with with the imperial orcs because there was a lot of people going down yeah. um one thing that was scary was just like uh, there was a few people just like getting just like just rolled over and people were going down and then the the druge we'll talk about this a little bit later when we talk about like our wrap-up thing but the druge were being super aggressive for druge they were being like i've very, never experienced very aggressive before. um so like people were going down and they were just pushing forward like so imperials would go down and then there was times where i'm just like right okay move back and I'm not used to fighting with the Imperial Orcs. And there was one point I'm just like, oh yeah, no, now I'm stepping back. And then I realize someone is attacking an Imperial Orc. And by the time I'm re time I'm realizing what's happening, I'm like, oh no. And then they're just they just disappear behind the line. It's horrific. Like they just walk yeah. over. I'm like, I can't do anything. That Imperial Orc's gone. You know? I'm just like, shit. Um Yeah. But anyway, so and we th there was one point where we had like cornered like four or five of them within like this uh it, the, the ground was rough right um but they were like basically cornered between a few imperials um and there was like this island of rough ground but then behind them was like trees and things like that they just couldn't so such thick brush they just couldn't get through and 
I spotted the shield, the shields of the Iron Tides, and I'm just like, I run up to them and just like, that's a nice shield you have there. Um, now, out of character, they obviously have no idea what the hell I'm talking about, and they're just like, they're like what? And I'm like, oh yeah, I really like your shield. And I'm like, I'm like, we gonna kill those orcs over there, those druge over there? I should say orcs. <laughs> I definitely said druge. I was like, we're gonna kill those druge over there, and they're like, uh, and I'm like, I'll race you to them, and they're like, yeah, I'm not going through that rough ground because it was high grass wasn't it it was basically high grass um, yeah it was, <laughs> it was. I, I don't know maybe out like i mean maybe out of character they had a reason why they didn't want to go through it it was, it was a little bit rough it was a little bit rough you could have twisted your ankle in there but uh, um, we went through it uh basically also this wasn't me just being like oh i'm being dangerous basically the ref had actually said to us um go in there at your own risk. It wasn't dangerous enough to say, do not there go in there. There was a path, yeah. There was basically a rough path. It was just, it was fine. We had walking boots on. It was basically like, yeah, yeah you can walk through it, but do so at your own risk. Um, so we had the okay from the ref and I was just like, I was like, come on, what the hell are you? And I just like ran. I was just like, I'm going to use that later as ammo against the Iron Tides. Um, and <laughs> we went in and just, I just went in and just like slaughtered a load of them. Not before uh, one of them cleaved my legs. So Godric being Godric yes. was just like, aha, I'm going to take all these orcs on. Um, I got a couple of them and then uh, one of them cleaved my leg. Um, so then I was like on the ground in this rough ground. Uh, but then one of the Imperial Orcs came over and helped. You were there, Anna, weren't you? <laughs> I was there. Yeah. So the fact that they were on you so fast. Now, I don't know what happened behind us. But the fact that the this particular Imperial Arc was on you so fast, they must have been right right with us coming through there. Yeah. Um, especially after your taunting. <laughs> so yes. I was trying to make an impression to, to You were, you certainly did. Yeah. They, I mean, like now if they come to kill you, it's not on RNL, just gonna find that out. So yeah, one of the Imperial Arcs, um, as you went down, they came over to help you. And the the role play hero was incredible because I stood with you because there were still Druze around. So I was like, do you know what? If I position myself so I'm on top of Godric and the Imperial Arc, that way, if there are any Druze coming, hopefully I can stop them from getting to this pair. So I did that. And then meanwhile, there's all this wonderful role play between like yourself, um, Godric, and the uh the um oh, the physic, the yeah, the, the, orc. the orc physic. And yeah, was so good. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. They were just like, oh, okay, I'm just gonna bandage this. And you're like, oh yeah, no, the orc... that's fine, you're fine. Uh, well, because I was doing this thing, the orc physic. Um, um, if you're listening, like, please reach out because your roleplay was just amazing. Uh, so this orc physic was like, okay, well, hmm, oh, okay. And they were doing this whole thing being like, I got this, like, Dr. Zoidberg from Futurama vibe. And it's just like, hmm, I don't usually work on humans, but uh, I'm not entirely sure where this kneecap goes, but I've just strapped it onto the outside. And I'm just the, the whole time, I'm like, mm, yeah, okay. Are you, you sure you know what you're doing? Yeah, yeah, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, it's fine. No, just, this is going to sting a bit. I'm like, ah. I'm like, right, I'm going to spit on it. Okay, I'm like, really? Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, this is how it's done. It'll, it'll, uh, it's fine. No, but it will sting a bit. And I'm like, he's like, and I'm like, ah. And they, they like wrap this bandage around my knee and they're like, right, that should, uh, that should do you. And you should be able to run fine. Uh, maybe go see a human physic because I'm not exactly a human expert. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Standing <laughs> over you, being like, he, he's fine. He'll be fine. Okay, there's a lot of coming. He's fine. Get up. Yeah. 
it, it's yeah it's, it's also funny having that real cool role play moment as we're being surrounded by by druge by yeah. <laughs> this outpost, it's like okay let's get everything mm. out okay how are we gonna do this yeah um <laughs> oh, so, amazing role so play. the main lineup um before the the other incident happened we did have like the line fight when we were mm, yeah. next to the Durandal lance so mm. uh yeah we went in because desandra's had more of a presence as a house this time they had a few more members uh we had another couple of uh groups join us so we actually had a proper lance this time um yeah that we kept with still a smallish lance compared to the others but we were like yeah we basically just kept with our lance um but we were fighting with a lot of different people um and there was one moment where we were with the drondels and we were there for a while um but we had some like interesting role play moments there didn't we <laughs> yeah there was some uh some like yeah i mean i don't even know where to start with that because we had an ally that was captured this was, that was really horrific. upsetting yeah it was horrific because we saw this person being captured or not no, we didn't see them being captured we got there and they'd been captured no, and we showed I, up didn't we and we're like the we Drondals showed were up and they were there, there. And, they, and were... they had this person. He had them there behind their lines. He said my name. He was like, Godric, help. <laughs> like, no. Yeah, no. they were like, they were taunting you as Godric, being like, well, come on, Godric. Are you going to let him die? Are you going to let him take him? And it was, it was, it I enjoyed, was by intense. the way, anyone, anyone like, with like anyone involved, the person that was captured, like, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. But I'm oh, like, yeah. Yeah. It, I'm actually getting like, yeah it's it was it was really good really good role play and it was just so because it was just like the despair it was just like <sighs> he's right there behind enemy lines and there was just again the druge would be we went through them force. like <sighs> yeah we did we went through them it was just it was just too late yeah yeah I think... and oh god i mean like that was <sighs> oh and also that i got a uh do you want to tell the story about how I got a traumatic wound or not? You tell it because I can't quite remember all the events that led up to it. Uh, well, basically, uh, there was so this was the same line fight that we were doing, and we were charging. And Lupo kept... was this when I got cleaved? Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. In that case, yeah. So I um when we were faced with this, I was just like, yeah, no, we need to get this person back now and went in started fighting and engaging and one of them cleaved my leg and that of course made me drop to the ground and i was dragged back um i was healed very efficiently i must say by um our incredible um physics out on the field i don't know if i can mention their their lands oh, or not, well actually. yeah no, i'm sure you can like the crimson crimson circle crimson crimson circle is what oh, they yeah, were going we, by yeah, yeah. We pause there to because i want to say well done as well to them because they, they had been in the glory square yeah practicing uh like the day before so they were doing like physic practice and the leader had like a whistle and everything mm -hmm. and they were doing like i didn't clock that they were practicing but holy hell that worked because when we're out on the battlefield, I mean, these are physics with like no arm and, and not really any weapons. I'm sure they have like sidearms and things like that. But uh, yeah, every time I was dragged to the back to get healed, 
they were being so efficient and there was like proper expediting going on. Yeah. It was well done. <laughs> like well done uh physics. It's I was I was hit so many times. I went down so many times. I was never short healing ever. As a frontline fighter, it, thank you. Yeah. It was the speed of them actually getting in to mm. like heal people was incredible. Yeah. Like and... every time somebody went down, they were there was none of this like, you know, we need we need someone, we need we need a healer. Yeah. It was it was instant. Yeah. And it also was just when like, you yeah. were getting like when I was doing the strike that like so obviously we would get struck down a lot as usual. Like you got shield and you're fighting the druge, you get struck down. Yeah. So you yeah, basically have to fall down, you don't lose any hit points because you're on the ground. Like they weren't like the physics and the yeah all the healers the mages they weren't taking any shit they were just like have you been struck down or are you hurt tell me now and I'm like no no I'm not hurt good and they were just like moving on there wasn't a lot of like faffing about being like oh yeah do you need is this no it was just like done also I will say it's easy to be like that in a low uh, stake situation but there were situations where we were surrounded on all sides like, and we were losing and the physics was still keeping their shit together uh it was it was good you know that not only yeah go on sorry not only that is the fact that they the communication between them was so well is that they knew who could do yeah. what in which situation and it was times when certain things had happened and they instantly knew who could actually come to help yeah. in that situation and they were so good at moving their healing station back with the line yeah. because he also had people there who could fight you know yeah. it was yeah all yeah. praise basically so anyway you got cleaved so i got cleaved taken back and i was healed meanwhile uh godric saw red and I after rnl was cleaved not only did he take it against the individual Druze that cleaved Arnell, but he took it against all Druze. <laughs> One Druze cleaved Arnell, therefore all Druze would suffer. It's it's like Daddy just like described because I to be honest, I thought I thought everyone followed me in, but obviously not. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> so it's no so no it's, one followed you. So it's when I was told the story <laughs> later, Daddy had said, "Oh yeah, you know, Godric just took. He didn't take issue with." the druge like not the druge that did it it's just the druge in general and i was just like no and so i just took on like 50 of them um and i got yeah i got just basically surrounded and just yeah ganked and uh, i had to get literally dragged out because <laughs> the crimson circle healed you again <laughs> yeah yeah i got some healing i mean there was one point i'm pretty sure like uh uh, Rion was like healing me as I was still role playing because they just need a hand on me, and it yeah. was just like, yeah, I had so much healing. I'm so one thankful. I'm sorry, but I mean, I I think I think everyone would say it was worth all the resources everyone used because the fact that, that line didn't crack. And there were times it was hard. Oh. It was hard to be freaking Dornish. People would like hold the line. It was freaking hard because we were being. The, the Druze were being so aggressive and they were not yielding at all. That, that's one thing I want to kind of mention, actually, is that we have fought against the Druze each time um, that we've been there fighting. Um, and we know them pretty well, their tactics and everything. But the tactics this time, changed this time, yeah. They did it like the Druze are not 
like line fighters. They want to get out of a line. They want to hide. But this time they were. Not only were they line fighting, they were pushing us. They were suicidal. They were surrounding us. They were suicidal. I've never seen a Druze be suicidal. And this was what they were doing. It was weird because there was times where we had like a line. It's just like you're looking at the Druze and we're like, we clearly outnumber you. Like, literally, if you were Imperials, you would be retreating. Like, literally, there's, like, five of you, and there's yeah. 50 of us, and we're coming at you. And they were just holding their ground like Yotun. They were just like, no, we will hold they the line. Like, yes. What? Like Th- That's what I thought. I came out like, and I was run. like, you're go- for those Yotun. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure, because um, so many times I heard, I know I said it several times. I know Rion said it several times. I know, I know a lot of other people literally just looked at specific drusion went look around you you are on your own you need to run or you will die and they just were like no i'm just gonna die and it's like i had a couple of them like running at like actually just full on running right at me and i was like i don't know what brief not experienced this before Um, but okay yeah we'll we'll talk about this a little bit later as well when i talk about uh maybe like feedback from from this um as well a uh, little bit of cut because th- this is something i'm going to uh I-, I still do need to send feedback to to profound decisions uh yeah specifically based it was... on this battle and our experience throughout the whole year you know good and and uh feedback that you know oh yeah I just feel like i should give um like it was with this battle in particular though it was i've never seen so much venoming like was that the right venoming that's the right yeah word, they, right? so that yeah so the there was a little bit of confusion with this. Um, I don't want to get too much into it. Yeah, no, that's... Yeah. that's we'll, totally it, it, it'll, yeah. we'll talk about it when we talk about the end of the battle. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to have a little break now? And then we'll come back and then we'll talk about the latter half of this The incident. Yes, craziness. let's do that. Right. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm ready. Have a little break. Okay, we're back. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're, we're in the midst of this battle. There, there's one... There's one um, there's one moment that I want to discuss later on when we talk about our like what we want to do for our characters. Yeah. Um, but we did well. I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you talk about what happened uh, next, basically in the battle. Yeah. So there was. Um, I can talk. I was... can talk about it if you want. No, no, no. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I like psyched myself up for this. <laughs> okay. Don't do anything that you're not comfortable talking about. It's fine. There was. There was a point in this battle that was absolutely horrific. Um, so when we were fighting, and I can't actually properly describe the area we're fighting at within this battle, but we were fighting um, and there was a few gaps we needed plugged in one of the lines. And I was like, yes, I'll run and plug that gap. And I ran in there. And somebody on the other side, um, they had what looked like some kind of pole arm with like a curved end to it. I don't know what that's called. But I'm not, yeah. I'm not entirely sure. Yeah. But anyway, the um so they went to hit me, but they hit me very hard. As in it wasn't a lack of pulling a blow, it was like zero attempt at pulling a blow. It yeah. was as if they had hit as hard as they could possibly hit. They first hit me sort of like here. Yeah. Within my 
yeah, like within like my eye and the side of my head. And when they hit me, literally everything went fuzzy. I, I actually dropped down and everything, like my whole head was ringing and everything was fuzzy, but there was no time to do anything because straight away they hit me in my mouth. So right here. And um, I, I sort of like I cut the inside of my mouth, like on my teeth where they'd hit me because it was so hard. And I just remember just being so scared. Like I was on my hands and knees and I just wanted to get away from there. But then they hit my hands. So one of my hands ended up bleeding. I mean, this was a few weeks ago now. My hand is still in a lot of pain where they hit me right down the side here. I mean... Yeah, not, point, not an accident a fucking asshole basically it, it, yeah. it was it was yeah. horrific it yeah. was like they targeted me i wasn't did, even yeah. properly in front and they just kept going i yeah. couldn't breathe i was terrified i crawled away um i mean like it feels like i actually feel embarrassed by this but i guess i really you shouldn't. shouldn't because no, you shouldn't. yeah i was like doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't yeah. matter if you're, yeah. It doesn't matter if you're uh, six foot eleven and wearing armor. If I decide, if I decided in the middle of a line not to pull a blow and smack someone across the face several times, they would be dazed as well and in shock as well. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be embarrassed like, about it. I was in tears, shaking all over. I was, I felt sick. I felt dizzy. I just, I just was so scared. Um, the ref that pulled me aside, luckily, was really lovely. And you, you saw me getting pulled aside. I don't know. Actually, I don't know what you I saw. Because I didn't, I can't yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've got to be honest. Like, if, if I, if I had seen it, then I, I, yeah, I 100% would have, taken action I'm, I'm disappointed that no one did see it and took any action uh to be honest um not that it, if anyone did see it and knows who did that or if you did do it and you want to uh put your hand up then please feel free um and do the right thing but yeah i didn't see it happen all i saw was you next to a ref and i was like shit um and i ran over and yeah we instantly put our hands up and I could t- so like I'm not a I'm not a medical professional in any respect whatsoever, but my assessment of what happened to you is that you were in shock, basically. Like you like you, you didn't look like you had been obviously you had a few scrapes on your hand and you'd been hit so hard that your flower your flower crown and antlers had gone skew with. Um, and you had a bit of swelling on your eye. That's how hard hit you uh, were. And this had just happened. <laughs> that was how yeah. hard it <laughs> Yeah. So I could tell that because you were shaking, I was like, you're in shock, you know? So we need to just take a breath and just because it's time with shock. And I'm like, okay, we need to uh, just just take a few breaths. And this was difficult because I'm honestly like, at this point, I'm like, uh, weirdly and just bizarrely poetically what had happened in my test of metal and talking to mercy and things like that had like weirdly come to some sort of weird fruition out of character you know and i'm like shit what do i do i'm just like because basically i was like to take your time we did we took a lot of time yeah and the ref was like do, do you want to carry on the story or do you want me, you were happy with me carrying on 
Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, yes. The ref it's was like, you. Um, yeah, it's up to no, you. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, good. Like the ref, um, they they were wonderful. I've got to like really like praise this ref. Um, they stayed right with me, literally with their hand on my shoulder, and they said, "Look, I can walk you out right now. Nothing will happen to your character. I can walk you off of this field, and you will be fine." But and in hindsight, which is a wonderful thing, I should have said yes. And I should have gone with them. Yeah, I agree. But in character, and, and even there at the time, I was kind of this thinking, no, no, I'm fine. I feel fine. I can keep fighting. But also I'm like, no, I know if my character dies here after this, they die here after this. You know, I'm not not taking this route out. And I had this sort of character courage. Yeah hell yeah. yeah i should have fucking left but no, I, I mean I'm, i yeah i mean i was worried about you and i wish you had left but also yeah i'm proud of you yeah out of character proud of you robin like carrying on but i was well. like yeah if my character dies they, they die and that's what that's the battle that's what happens yeah because because the ref did specify they're like yeah obviously like if you're out of character hurt you know i'll escort you out like because obviously they dealt with it well because it was like because I feel like they knew it was shock as well. It wasn't as if it was you needed a uh, an actual medic no. to come and see you. And I could see that. Otherwise, I would have demanded like, oh no, she needs medical attention. <laughs> I could see you were just shocked by being hit in the face, which is yeah. Because I never mean, I've experienced that at all well, yeah, like, I mean, as a person. I never experienced yeah. that. <laughs> I, I did martial arts a lot as a kid, and like getting hit in the face is something that you do need to like. It's nothing. It's never anything that you get properly. It's it's never not shocking, but it's something you have to get used to. You know, getting hit in the face, even if it's with something that is padded and soft, like a like a foam weapon, like getting physically hit right in the face and making your eyes water is not something. And also, that's not with like when you sign up for martial arts, you're, that's what you're signing up for. Like you're, we're supposed to be in a system that has pulled blows. Um, yeah, yeah. It's that, the thing that is, wasn't... I understand it once. If it had been one hit, I understand that. Oh, yeah, that's completely I've different. I've done it. Yeah, I've, I've done, done it myself, well. yeah. you know, and you do it. And it has, it did happen to me this event a couple of times, being hit, and literally we all stop and go, are you okay? Yeah, we're all okay, good. Okay, let's start again. You know, it was four separate hits. Yeah, no, no, yeah. Both my yeah. hands, my eye, up. and my mouth. Yeah, yeah and follow like, up from one person, yeah. This was one person who basically just pummeled me into the ground with all their strength. This was a big person, yeah, as yeah. well. Yeah, it's not like <laughs> they had they had a lot of weight on me, and yeah. it was terrifying. Yeah, but yeah, we um the ref again. I refused to leave battlefield in the ref. I'm very glad that the ref did, of course, walk both myself and you. They, they did make sure they were like, yeah because they knew i think they knew you were in shock and i think they were like aware that you were maybe going to make a decision based on your character and they were like if i take you up out of the battle nothing will happen to your character it's okay like your character won't die because you have to have you have to be escorted off um but you're like no no i want to stay i want to stay and i asked you so many times are you sure you're okay you sure you're okay you sure you're okay? There is absolutely no way that Arnell would leave Godric out there on that field because if something had happened to Godric after that point, never, never forgive myself. 
it was like a weird sort of like, it was, I struggle. See, when time in comes, I'm in character. And I really struggle to leave that, especially in a battle. And I'm like, no, I'm RNL. And I don't think at any point I thought of myself as Robin at that any point. And I think that's what was so surreal. So yeah, he um they sorry, they 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 escorted us back to um the Imperials and they literally stopped us just before going there and they said, right, as soon as we cross this point here. We're back to being time in. And he oh, yeah, said that. Yeah, because yeah, this is the important part. Like by the time you had like been like, okay, and it was in a yeah, it was in a hairy part of the battle. I won't say that um having that timeout saved our characters because the people that we were with did survive. Maybe we'd yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But basically, yeah, yeah we, we by the time uh we had like taken a breather and we'll talk about it a little bit later as well after the fact um but yeah we were well behind like enemy lines at that point as well weren't we yeah it was uh, yeah yeah <laughs> so we, yeah we to the point we literally needed to be like escorted we had to have our hands up and be escorted back to the yeah. imperial lines after our time out um and the the battle is still going on it was such a long battle but like i like out of character felt guilty almost because i was like well no this isn't fair on other people like, yeah yeah i've been hit but you know i shouldn't have any kind of special treatment it wasn't until after all of this happened like way after the battle that i kind of sat down and thought yeah of course i should have had some special treatment because of what happened by the yeah. time i was like no i shouldn't have special treatment maybe i can just run from here and make it <laughs> No, no, but yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's, that's the thing. If you've had a time like that, well, but that, that was the contrast to like the Friday night skirmish where we were just basically like, it wasn't you that was injured, it was someone else. And we were just like, right, time in. And we're like, we're like, <laughs> we've been on a timeout. Everyone else has been fighting. Anyway, uh, mm. we, yeah, so we so got back to the, um, yeah. sorry, I was just going to say, like, we got back to Lang. We went to as proper time in. Although we were back in character again. I think it had been so obvious that I'd been actually injured because, and I know this now from the photographs that have come out of it, of like my skin being like printer paper white and literally like everything running down my eyes. Yeah. And my eyes swollen. I'm like, well, I look rough. Yeah, so, because, uh, yeah, yeah. There, was, there was no telling you. You were like, no, no, I'm staying, I'm fighting. I'm like, okay. Fine, cool. I was fine. Like, it's, I'm like, it's okay. My we arms are fine. Back. So yeah, so we carried on. We carried on fighting. I mean, we we had we had a good second half of the bat, like a mm -hmm. yeah, in, enjoyable but epic and yeah. Well, we'll, well, well, yeah, we'll just we'll just explain it. So we ended up yeah back in the line, and we were like being surrounded by again, still being surrounded by Druge, and it's at the point where like, are we going home? No, we're still going. We're pushing through. Uh, we had heard that, oh yeah, we now know where the ritualist is. The ritualist had just appeared at yeah. this point. So even Robin, out of character, being like concussed, um, but still being like, yeah, let's do it because she's still a badass. And we're like, yeah, we end up going at the front again. Screw it. We're right, so we end, up, <laughs> we end up right in the front. Um, to be fair, like someone, okay. had, someone yeah. who didn't know that you had been out of character injured um, also, um, I'll take this moment to say that I hadn't been injured, but I was struggling with the weight of everything. 
I was gassing so much because my chainmail is so damn heavy. I was struggling a lot and I kept having to have breaks and you were injured. I was gassing and was like, right, okay, let's have some water. Let's do this thing. And then someone like, like in character said, metal seekers, get to the front. Come on, let's do this. And we're like, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> let's go, you know? And so we, we run up to the front, you know, and uh, we, we were aware that they were like being the in character because they called us the metal oh. seekers. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah, we got up front and, uh, we were doing our thing and that's where, uh, yeah, it, it was looking dire. Uh, but then, yeah, the, we saw our field marshal. So our field marshal is, uh, was Dornish and they are general of the golden sun. Um, yeah. And we, I, we had kind of, we were still with Lupo as well, but yeah, I, at one point I was doing my typical Godric thing. Um, this was totally a highlight for me, to be honest. For the, yeah. Because I got to I do the same this. thing as I did at E3. And I was like, I was just stepping out loud. I'm just like, screw these Druge. Like, why are they being so stubborn? And I was like, we need to push forward. And we kept moving back. And we're like, okay, we're moving forward. And I always have my eye on the people in charge. You should do. Yeah. And I got the same thing I got at E3. Like someone said, like I looked and I saw the field marshal, like running backwards and forwards. And I'm like, well, the field marshal is there. The field marshal looked at me and was like, he moved up and, well, they moved up and looked at me and was like, yeah, this is where we want the line and did a gesture. And people were still like going, Godric, get back in like Godric. And I'm just like, my field marshal is there. I'm like, come on, look at the look at what we're doing. You were <laughs> like, like, I'm in line with my field marshal. Yeah, I'm in line with yeah, that is what I said. Yeah. You I'm in step up. <laughs> yeah. I'm in line with my field marshal. You step up. Yeah. Yeah. You told that better than I did. I was actually the person in the story. But like Sorry. No, 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 you you no, you're right. Yeah, I was getting too excited there. I was but yeah, it was like Come on. And it was it was a really cool moment. Not that I'm like, I'm not shitting on the people that weren't stepping up. It was just a cool moment in character for me to role play that out, being like, look, come on, uh, we'll move up. Um, and again, I'll I'll touch on that a bit later on when I talk about what I want for Godric in the future. Mm -hmm. Um but yeah, and then we ended up just like I just was like, well, okay, well, the field marshal's there, they know what's going on, so I'm just gonna keep step with the yeah. field marshal and Lupo and our Lance was with us. Um, and we just carried on. We ended up down in the woods, um, following this bat because basically the ritualist was like there was a banner to show where yes. the ritualist was. So we just kept following this ritualist. Um so we went through the ritualist site. Before we got there, oh, really? when we were going through, like, I think this is before we got there, correct me if I'm wrong, but we were, like, going through all, like, the woods in the past, and there was a druge that was down, and you ended up deciding to, like, end them. Oh, yeah, that, this... was, that was after that, but I'll tell that story. Oh, it was. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I thought this was, was before the ritualist side. No, because we, 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 okay, yeah, so, like, we're, we're walking along, and I had this real good little bit of role play with this orc. Um... And they had this shield Drush. and Druge. It was an orc. It's still an orc. Uh, so I had this real good role play with this Druge. Um, 
I'm assuming it was maybe Wintermark because they had like a wind, they had a round shield. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe they were using for monstering, but they, <laughs> they did this like turtle thing where they were like they were down, but then they went like they went in the fetal position and the shield completely covered their body. And I was like, I was like, okay, what the hell? So I like just put my sword under the shield and just like jabbed the orc. And the orc just like does this too good role play, just goes <laughs> also <laughs> like that. And uh, like to the point where I'm like out of character, like, oh crap, did I did I get you? And then he's like, no, 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 you no, you didn't. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm like, ah yeah, and I just do it again. And I'm like, take that. <laughs> and uh but then I'm just like, you know what? I'm just gonna walk away. And he's like, ah. Oh, I'm still alive, and I'm like, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I just walk away. I was like, oh, from like my point of view, because you'd be like back, and I was like, um, you're quite a few, but you you're just fighting wandering. I'm sure you'll be fine. Yeah. And we got quite far ahead. And I turned around, like clearly looking at somebody whom I didn't even know. We weren't from Dawn. I didn't know this person, but they literally just went. He's okay. He's just fighting one druge back there. And like, I was like, that's amazing. He's fighting one druge. He's fighting like one druge. He'll be fine. fine. I was like, yeah. okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Where is he? <laughs> yeah. So, like, so, yeah, just before that, we had got to the actual ritual site where they, because this is where I, th- I mean, I'm pretty sure we were successful. People can maybe like message me and just confirm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we. St- I'm pretty sure we stopped the ritual, basically. Because we um, secured the like the site. Is this where the marshlings we... came in, or did they come in? Oh later? yeah, the marshlings. I forgot about the marshlings. Well, that's what I'm working up to. I thought it went. Oh, you this was, with yeah, the this Druge was this was path, way before ritual site marshlings. <laughs> no, the marshlings were way before that. Um, oh yeah, so that. Uh, oh no, actually they weren't. So till we got to the rituals, there was site, two bouts of marshlings. Basically, the ritual site was kind of horrific because. We ended up like meeting a load of Dornish. Unfortunately, there was a lot of Dornish that had been at the ritual site beforehand, had shown up at the ritual site, and had died. So it was yeah, very like it was... atmospheric. It was like we got there and it was it was like sickening. Yeah, like, yeah we this... had to like walk oh. over our own dead, and we were just like it was yeah, it was freaking awful. But we pushed on, and uh, yeah, that's when we like encountered the marshlings and. Yeah, it was, it was cool fighting marshlings for a change than than Druge. Um, that was fun <laughs> to fight the marshlings. Uh, did you get hit by anything weird from them, or no? You okay? No, I didn't get hit by them. Um, I hit them, but I I took one of the I like I like did like the final blow on one of them, which was really cool. Um, but it was like we cleared them. And then was it not this point the league came through and we were like, oh, this was a bit. Yeah. So, uh, yes, we got to that bottom left hand corner. Mm -hmm. And yeah, the well, that's when we met. So that was where the Urizeni. So we showed up with the like with us, our Lance, other Dornish. I think there was another Dornish Lance. There was definitely another Dornish Lance with us, the field marshal. Everyone was there and the Mm Urizeni were already there. And it was those Orizeni I was talking about when we started talking about this. They had all the, you know, the, the, the spears and that, and they were still yeah. fighting hard. Um, and they were knackered. We 
were knackered, you know, and we were just like, we stopped. We stopped for a second and we're like, we're all gassed. We're all sweating. The, even the thing is, you could tell the Druze were tired as well. The Druze were tired at this point as well. And there was just this like, we're just standing here and people were just taking a big breather. You there, know? there was it's a mutual like, understanding amongst everyone. Yeah, everyone. Everyone was just, just like, like but, just and then it's like, now what? Because we, we knew the ritualist was off in the distance. So we didn't, I'm assuming we didn't know whether it could still complete the ritual or not, but we wanted to kill the ritualist. Mm -hmm. um, so we were kind of chasing the ritualist. We just couldn't. Well, like I, I was confused because I thought the idea, I thought we were trying to take control of the site because the ritualist had to perform the ritual at the particular site. So we had taken control of the site. We had, yeah. So my understanding is they had to take control of the site and get their ritualist there. We had to take control of the site and make sure the ritualists didn't get there so Which we had we the had site at this, at this point. point yeah yeah at this point we we, and we, we were had. battling for the site yeah and we, we were all tired yeah we were all tired and then um then the league showed up uh which was just like this total oh yeah i thought it was like awesome i don't know what the league felt about it but the, the oh, league showed yeah. up um like the freaking elves showing up at helms, helms deep you know so we all make this like half of them and we're like yeah the league and they look we were fresh. all they chanting look, for yeah. the league yeah they, they look like it yes. was the fact they look so fresh they were just like da, 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 and we're like yeah oh. get in front go get in there you know Please go. <laughs> so they're they, they arrive i mean there, there was a little bit it wasn't as like hammer and anvil as i, I wanted it to be but like because they showed up and then they kind of went oh yeah but yeah it was it, it basically boosted morale so much that we then oh, yeah but that we then burst through and then we carried on. That's when, that's after that, that's when I stabbed the, that's when I was fighting the Druze. Right, that was like okay, got around. it. Yeah, yeah, no, I realised that now, yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we I don't, we didn't get the ritual, like we were so close to getting that ritualist. Um, we basically pushed them out of play area, basically. Basically they had, the, like the ref stopped us and went, they're gone. It's gone, they're in the mist, they're gone. Um, so then we went back around and it had gone on so long that we were so puffed, weren't we? But then we so we got back to the main area before the breach. And to be honest, I'm like, okay, so we're going home. But we still had to push out of the breach. Unfortunately, when we got back, that's when we started realizing the casualties. Right? Oh, this was... Yeah. yeah. So people were, the emotions were like high and we're still in the field, we're still in the woods. Emotions are really high. Uh, and yeah, that was the moment where Lupo was like consoling someone and he'd heard that someone had, yeah. Uh, we lost the Night Protector of Summer, um, which the person playing the night, the character playing the Night Protector of Summer is uh, cousin and of Desandris technically because they're all zell i fought for them in the yeah you fought tournament. for them in the yeah, yeah. um uh, we we lost many others yeah. as well we lost many others but one of them yeah included was night protector of summer and like then lupo went off like i'm gonna go kill something <laughs> and then the person he was consoled was like go get after him yeah follow him yeah. Like, yeah so we ended up in the front line again like again. the breach <laughs> the breach so we're like 
there with a load of high guarders, like just like in the front line at the breach, because we have to then go through the breach to get through the field to get home to get to the central gate. So there's a load of druge in the field. We have to go through the field, and we're all just we're all knackered. But uh, yeah, it, we basically were just waiting for the order to push through, um, and we pushed and. It was looking dicey, actually, because we were stood with a load of high guarders, weren't we? This was when I actually, like, in character, as RNL, felt worried because I was there. And I knew they were all coming out, but everybody was coming out of this breach so slowly. And I was, I saw the druge piling up and more of them were coming out and more were coming out. And I was like, shit. Oh, we were next to Verushka because it was Verushka we were next to because I have to hand it to them. They they sent chills down my spine when they were chanting. Bush. And it's amazing. Oh, yes. The... And then we're Bush. standing there. I didn't see any dawn coming out. And that's when I realized, well, we actually ran ahead to back Lupo. Oh, yeah, we were well ahead. Here. Yeah, you, you, me, and Lupo were like just out there, you know? We were so far ahead of the rest of Dawn. I was like, I hope someone else is coming to this side of the flank. And no one was. And it was a little bit scary until eventually the rest came through. And it came that Dawn were not supporting that part. They were actually covering a different part because Dawn had been right in the front all fight. And we were going elsewhere. So I was like, okay, cool. So we went elsewhere with the rest of Dawn. After um, I had no intention of walking away from Verushka standing there, like, cause like, I'm not gonna leave Verushka standing there. I waited a bit until I saw, and I don't know who it was who was coming to back them, but one of the other nations came to back them. So once they went out, I was like, okay, right. Yeah, that's fine. There's actually support here. And we went round and yeah, we got into <laughs> into more um i must admit i have never been hand-in-hand combat with the druge before because every single fight so far they've ran off as soon as they've been in single-hand combat with the adonish knight they've ran off this time they didn't they didn't run at all and they stood and they fought and it was so it was yeah it was weird i mean even I, i want to talk about that at the end um but sorry yeah uh, yes it's fine that. it's fine yeah no like uh yeah so so yeah so dawn then came out to the to the right so we joined them and then we made a line as dawn basically making a pathway to the sentinel gate um and then there was a lot of like jeering from again you know yeah like, like you said there was a lot of basically the druge lined up and they were like taunting taunting as well in, in an open field yeah um yeah well. in an open field that it was, was really yeah it was, yeah that was what was weird they were like taunting an open field they were outnumbered basically if we just ran them down we would have just killed them all yeah. um yeah they, they, it was yeah it was bizarre but anyway we yeah we, we we got out of there there was a lot of back and forth um yeah and we we, we got out uh <laughs> there was a funny thing that happened but i do need to have a little break here Noise. yeah i have a little break and then we'll uh wrap up the entire weekend, right? Woo-hoo. Woo! Hello, we're back. So, uh, yeah, going through the gate, I had a traumatic wound. So, as 
we came through the gate so my traumatic wound had said that you feel it, it's very difficult to breathe on your left hand side right under your it was a very very um real life adjacent description i kind of knew because yeah. basically the traumatic wound cards are given to you by the ref if you're you know because basically when i got like completely ganged up on when i went or just took on the entire druid myself and they all attacked me uh, i got given a traumatic wound card and it is a card that tells you what you're feeling um and it will be like oh after this many hours you feel this after this many hours you feel this um and you're supposed to give it to a physic and they open up and then it tells the physic mechanically what is going on with you and what they need to do to help you and what happens if they don't help you blah 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 um so I kind of knew like the description I knew like out of character I'm like this sounds like a broken rib basically because it was just like you feel like you feel uh you feel a, a dull pain under your like left uh armpit and you find it difficult to breathe after an hour it becomes very difficult to breathe after like two hours um you start feeling dizzy and you will uh yeah black out basically if you like yeah um so yeah, I come through the gate and I'm like, oh, I dropped my arm and I'm like, oh no. And I, because I dropped my shield, I dropped my weapons and I had a great physic. They took me to the hospital um, and I had my first surgery because you had a surgery like E3, didn't you? And I had my first surgery experience, which is yeah. really cool. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I did the whole thing. They laid me down and uh, it's just, it's that i i think it's great that there is that side of the game you know and you feel like when you come through the gate you're giving those people like game when you come through being like ah because basically it's chaotic when everyone's coming through the gate and the hospital is right there they basically say to everyone if you're not hurt bugger off home go away you know yeah, get go out away. <laughs> and i'm like oh i'm just struggling to breathe and you're like oh no you're 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 struggling um and I yeah I get seen to straight away and I have surgery and they have to take my rib out <laughs> and basically my what had happened is my rib had had ruptured my spleen that's basically what had happened <laughs> so I had to have surgery and everyone held me down um which is really cool because I got my surgery done um they sent me back up I had a bit of a limp and I was like holding my side for the rest of Sunday and the uh player that would play the physic actually came up to me like at the end of the event a timeout and was like oh hey you know i did surgery i, I came to find you because that was my first ever surgery yeah and you, you did a great job by the way if you if you ever end up listening to this oh, um honestly I had a great an amazing time. job well done yeah and they were like oh yeah you know your first surgery on oh, by the way like i when i read your card yeah it was bad like if you hadn't got like you were close to death like really close to death <laughs> you were, they were like i opened it I was like oh we need to get this sorted now <laughs> so it was yeah like it was impressive and like the the line as well um that you had like came out with after this i just thought was so funny um and that was the fact that the only thing that could kill you <laughs> was was yourself yeah. was your the, own rib was the only thing that could actually kill you exactly the only thing mighty enough to take down godric <laughs> was his own rib cage mm. <laughs> but um, yeah we um yeah we, and then we we headed back and 
yeah, I mean, so we headed back, and the glory square was full of yeah, Dornish dead. Um, it was terrific. actually full. Yeah. Um, there was so many had been lost that the entire square was full. Not with people grieving them, just with the people. It was it was horrific. Yeah, they were laid out like in rows um, like plural there were rows yeah, yeah. Of rows of dead yeah it was yeah it was tight it was rough you know yeah. we got there and um yeah it was that moment where it was just like you know people would come up to you and and obviously like so out of character like if you're like lost like if they don't retrieve your body then obviously like your phys rep your actual person needs to do something you probably need to go back to your tent so people were just like, oh, please tell me I'm not seeing a vision and you're actually here. You know, people were just double checking constantly uh, because yeah. obviously we had a we had a a an out of character incident. Um, so a lot of people saw us behind enemy lines when. Yeah, Robin I was surprised at how many people actually saw that. <laughs> yeah, people were like, Are you OK? You're okay. You're okay. We saw you behind enemy light. We we thought you had been captured and things like this. And we we're like, no, no, we had an out of character incident um but yeah people were like really they were like no not them they make coffee because <laughs> it's both of us like yeah thanks there. everyone thanks <laughs> oh no who's gonna make you know i don't want them to go to another nation they're gonna make another nation coffee uh, which nation make it a close nation please <laughs> like navarre wintermark <laughs> something walking distance brass coast that bit just just brass, the... Yeah, the, this side of the brass coast yeah yeah right <laughs> um but yeah no it was uh yeah there was songs sung there was a lot of crying a lot of crying it was i did a lot of crying it was it was it, it was heavy um yeah. and like yeah out of character i just need to do like a big like shout out to the members of house of sandra's because this is when i realized how hurt actually i was and i remember sitting there and like one of the the members of the house literally just looking really worried and just I was like, I was like, oh, it's fine. It was more because somebody came up and they were like, oh my gosh, your eye. And I was like, it's all makeup. It's fine. And they were like, no, it's it's not. It's not makeup. Yeah. So I mean, the thing is, that this this type of thing we're talking about, this is more, yeah, this is as much as about how many awesome people there are, you know. Um, oh, yeah. Because what happened to you wasn't a mistake. Like it wasn't just a oh yeah, I accidentally. Like it wasn't an accident. Was. Um, so that that person uh, was an asshole. But it was yeah, it was it was one uh, yeah one person and the other in the minority. But yeah, as all of our new friends in this in this hobby, yeah, we're, we're very conscious of what had happened to you, especially when we told them as yeah. well. Like there's there's one person. Um, who, who does work in like the you know the nhs and they were like yeah if you by the way if you feel this please come and get me you know or yeah, send they, someone to come get me on it yeah if you feel like this please come and just tell me um everyone was keeping an eye on you you were offered paracetamol and things like ibuprofen and it was yeah it was you you were you were looked after i'm pretty sure that the pd crew would have looked after you if anything else had happened oh yeah um, i basically like at that point in the game i was like i'm going to sit here in this seat with my ice packs i'm just yeah. going to sit here with people who are actually looking out looking out for me because 
at this point, I I kind of like realized how hurt I actually was. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to stay here. I was a little bit bummed because I was like, there's still another few hours of the game left. And I wanted to, I had plans. I did. I wanted to go off and do some other things in the game. I certainly wanted to go off to the orcs and do things and chat to people. But I was like, I actually need to sit here where people know what happened or here because I I felt very it, unwell. It, 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 made, it made sense in character as well because it was such a somber moment yeah. for Dawn as well. Exactly. Um, yeah, that because so much so many had been lost. Um, and there were so many, yeah, there were so many rituals being performed. And yeah, um, yeah Field Marshal gave a very stirring speech as well, you know. Oh gosh, yeah, they really did. It was, yeah, it was, it was actually crazy. And a lot of the photos, um, big up to the photographers as well. Um, yeah, some of the, you could tell some of the photos of the end of that Sunday battle, the Dornish coming through the gate. Um, yeah, you could tell on all our faces what type of battle it had been. Um, yeah, and it was, yeah, the, 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 the speech that the, the field marshal gave was very, very, stirring um to the point you know basically being like yeah you know we 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 literally the you know we should be proud you know glorious glory you know glorious deeds are deeds are eternal right and yeah. as dawn we had to step literally over our own dead to get the job done and we got the job done no yeah. matter what um and yeah, we 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 made like a national oath to destroy the druge, you know. And yeah, I mean, it was, fuck, it was really good role play. Um, it was sad, intense, yeah, yeah, it was very intense because uh, we lost a lot. Of, we lost a lot of long-standing characters as well. Like, I mean, we lost the character I was going to speak to beforehand. We lost, we lost yeah. uh, one of our generals. We lost an Night protector of summer. Um, shit, we lost. We just lost. We, so basically. We lost. I know we lost twenty-seven. I think was the was the final number. Um, that's including the skirmishes from the Friday night. So we we lost five Dornish the Friday night. We lost uh, we lost twenty-two Dornish on the Sunday. Um, it was it was horrific. But as a nation, we still stuck together we pulled through we fought we did whatever we could and like you just said and like the general said we stepped over our own dead to make sure that yeah we were successful yeah. it was it was horrific oh, yeah and glorious yeah i want to say one more thing before we move on to the ending of this story of uh empire 2022 yeah um so one thing that really touched my heart was and Uruzeni came to the glory square like after we had cleared our dead um yeah. and it was really appreciated so an Uruzeni came to the glory square and they uh basically thanks dawn well th they basically said your sacrifice has been noticed because zenith is the Uruzeni home and they were like what you've done we appreciate and you have been noticed we can never repay you for what you have done for us 
you know that made a massive difference and it also like in the storyline um we have a claim to the barons which is a territory so we have three territories technically like like my military unit is barons right like my character's from the barons mm -hmm. the barons isn't a is a contested territory we've always had a claim to the barons and a few other nations want to claim it as well the druze want want it the druze are in it um and they keep like the empire keeps putting like roadblocks in front of dawn to be like to make it difficult for us to get you know basically and you know there's like there's been this whole like race to get it uh between dawn and other nations and the empire itself has put certain uh things in the way but then honestly like the attitude after this is just like yeah like dawn sacrificed so much to get zenith back for the empire for Urizen. yeah you know what the hell do we have to do you know to for, for the empire to recognize you know our sacrifice and yeah we we deserve to go and take our home back there's literally characters in the game that have been displaced from their noble houses and have to have had to move to Semahome to live in Semahome because their actual castles are in the barons you know yeah. that's the barons is their actual home you know um so it's difficult you know after this i don't know how they you know we're, we're in a strong bargaining position now you know with what we've done for the empire um but anyway we moved on from that um do you want to tell the story of the next part, Robin? Or do you want me to do you want me to tell what Godric did after that and then you can close out? Go for okay. it. Okay. Uh, so um after all the mourning that we, we did for our lost uh lost uh Dornish heroes, um I still had a test of metal to do. So I uh, I was actually looking for a certain troubadour that I'd said, oh, I want to come and tell you a story. I couldn't find them. Um, and I found uh, Killian Mortaire again, who was there. And I was like, so sorry, Killian. Uh, I know I've taken a lot of your time this weekend, but I am running out of time and I need to, yeah, like, I, am, I need to win this. So uh, listen to this story. So I gave him the story, which you had, like, helped me with the notes with. I actually did know, I did remember the story, I will say. I didn't cheat. I knew the story. Um, you had written it down for me, uh, which I find, uh, my reading is very good. My writing isn't so good. Um, so I got... Of course, I'm the other way around. That's why we're perfect. That's uh, why. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I got, I, so the, the story we got, as we'd said in the last episode, uh, was between the marches and navarre and yeah. yeah it was a i think it was it was a it was a very well balanced story um, it was, i was yeah. quite confident that this was going to be a two another twofer and yeah killian mortar agreed it was like yeah i think that's that had definite aspects of both navarre and the marches in there and yeah i so i got another one another two ticked off right after all the craziness in the glory square so that took the score up to five four now there's 10 nations so basically either one of us wins like six four or it's going to be a tie now uh 
Lupo had said in the eventuality of a tie 5-5, the egregores would have to get involved to decide who wins. Um, however, what happened then, Robin? So Arnel um, originally was planning something within the Glory Square and was inviting troubadours and people of Dawn to the Glory Square. Um, though due to several people, you know, dying. Yeah, how, um, dare, other how dare things, they? How dare they yes, die? Super important people dying. <laughs> the Glory Square was um, getting used. So instead, um, RNL invited people to the DeSandra's um, camp. And once people had arrived, and once um, Killian Mortel as the troubadour had arrived, Arnell had everybody sat down as she proceeded to tell a Donish love story. As she told the love story of Godric and Arnell. She went into the details of how they had. Well, th this is the one story we can tell on on the podcast. Do you want to tell it or not? I was about to tell it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so she went into the the details of how they had grown up together within Astolot. They had fought together as children training to one day fight off enemies. Arnell had um, grown up near a, a mine and been used to fighting um, barbarians and bandits who had tried to invade this mine. And she got to know Godric very well. They eventually entered their teenage years and had, you know, gotten a bit closer and definitely felt more for one another than they had realized until Godric had to leave and fight within the barons. He left Astolat to fight in the barons against the Druze. Now Arnel had known of many who had gone off to fight in the barons and she had known of few who had actually ever returned from this. But she never lost hope that one day he would return. And she never loved another within that time. She carried on training and battling and doing whatever she could to make sure that she could be a strong warrior. Until one day, she received a letter. And the letter merely stated, meet me in your favorite place. So she got up, got dressed, and she headed off to the Rose Gardens of Astolat, which was her favourite location. And she went to a particular spot within these gardens, which was her favourite place. She wasn't entirely sure who was going to be there, but she had her hopes. And as she waited there, a voice came from behind. And as she turned, she was met with Godric, who presented her an astolat red rose and claimed that he wanted to fight alongside her from now on and that they should both travel together to Anvil to eventually become noble. 
and to live out their dreams of battling alongside one another. And that is the story that RNL told. But she ended the story by saying, Sir Godric, I do not tell the story to the troubadours who are watching or to the lords who are watching. I tell the story to you because this is your story to tell to them. Because for as long as I have known, you have wanted to become a noble and you have fought hard to get there and you have sacrificed more than I have and you have saved my life just this weekend to get there. So please present our love story as the Donish true love story and become noble, knowing that one day soon I shall join you. And then I kind of like ended that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. tearing up just just hearing it. Yeah. So that's that's yeah. kind of how that oh, yeah. happened. I think yeah, I think all that I added as Godric was very very teary. Uh, I shared with Arnell what I had learned that knowing that she had given this gift of nobility to me that we couldn't be together but I I had learned through our test of metal and my discovery and my discussions with all the people from across the empire and mercy that even though we would be apart because it is true love we would never be truly apart and we'd always be together no matter what position we'd be in and and then i turned to the troubadour in fact i think it was killy it was killian that was there mm-hmm. uh, we we wanted like a load of troubadours there we kind of wanted it to do it in the glory square it was fine because it was intimate um and yeah killian was like yeah that's that's definitely a storage <laughs> of true love <laughs> Um, so that then made it like six six four, uh, meaning that Godric had had completed the test of metal, and uh, yeah, Lupo was like Neil. <laughs> I knelt. He was like really aggressive. He was like Neil. He was like, give me my sword. Uh, then I got knighted. Yeah, <laughs> as Arnel grasped the hill of her sword. Ready. <laughs> Yeah. I sniping, I'm fine. <laughs> He's not gonna chuck yeah, because yeah, we, we kind of went, is there a possibility that Lupo really doesn't want Godric in the house? He just wants Aaron L, so he's gonna just like murder Godric so that Aaron wins. Um but yeah, no, I got I got to well, I mean I got to live out a yeah, a total um yeah, total awesome thing of being yeah, being knighted and I arose Godric DeSandres. Uh one minority. Yeah. And at the start of these podcasts, I told everybody the first half of my test of metal about facing the winter creatures. So I guess now is the time to tell you the second half. <laughs> yeah. The second part of my test of metal is to find somebody within Dawn, preferably within Dawn, <laughs> who has suffered a great loss and to help them through that grief in any way possible. It's rather vague, 
but I, as soon as this was said, I knew exactly the person that I wished to help. And I have started that process. So yeah, you've got a good one. Hopefully yeah. next time I'll be able to tell you all about this. <laughs> but it's gonna be a long time. It's gonna be a while, everyone. <laughs> e one is six months away. So yeah, we so uh yeah, I got to uh go around and meet my new family. So um yeah, so uh, so from my understanding, yeah, obviously I'm family with the house that I've tested into. Um, Descenders came from actually came from the league, and they had to basically so uh, Lupo is the earl, or to become an earl of a Dornish house coming from the league. Uh, Lupo actually went round to three other Dornish houses and asked for tests of metal from all of them to prove worthy of being Dornish, um, which technically means that I'm related to three other Dornish houses, so they're cousins, and so we, we, we had a little quick, like, whiz around. This was, like, half an hour before time in, all this happened as well, right? So time out, yeah. Sorry, time, yeah, sorry, time out. Um, so, yeah, it was, like, it was getting towards the end of the weekend, and we definitely, that's why I was in such, like, a, like, uh, grabbing Killian, be like, okay, we, we need to get this done, because we want to get this wrapped up, because really, you know, like, out of character, yeah, we we did have an idea of what we wanted so ideally yeah we had like six months to be like plan our noble kit and things like that as well yeah because like while you're going around and meeting your, your family um rnl spoke to the person that she was intending on helping through some grief and had a very teary conversation with this person to start it all off so and it was, I'm really glad that person came to find me because it was literally, we're so close to time out. And they came, they were like, would you still like to speak to me about this? And I was like, yes, right now. <laughs> it, yeah, it was so oh. in all in all, like it was a perfect end to E4. It was a perfect end to the year, wasn't it? It uh, really was. Yeah, it was it absolutely was, incredible. Yeah, it was so Dornish. It was so amazing. It was just so uh yeah because we were like surrounded by tragedy but you know you carry on and yeah we started out we started this journey at e1 as like knight errants and we weren't entirely sure where it was going and yeah we ended e4 with uh yeah one of us becoming noble and we get to kick off next year with our yeah nobility journey and it, it's it's super exciting for the new game that it's going to yeah. bring um well, yeah. the, the amazing thing about the nobility journey is that i know that we've both had very similar goals and ambitions that have sort of like formed throughout the year and with this nobility journey taking place it means we can actually potentially you know start to chase after those a bit more which is going to be really incredible I don't know. I have no idea what I'm going to do after this. So <laughs> I literally, I, I, I thought my, yeah, because when you said uh, a couple of episodes ago, where you were like, oh, Denarian was like, oh, yeah, you know, this is how you do test smell. We still have done it pretty quick. We got one at end of E2 and we got it done by E4. Like that's, that's pretty, yeah. that's pretty quick. Well, I got it done by end of E4, but you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, I mean, Fingers crossed if everything actually goes to plan um, from what I've got planned. Um, the Friday evening, the Friday late night, 
of E1, I should hopefully feel good. Well, because it's up, like it's up to the Earl of House Mortaire. It really is, but I yeah. think I have fully understood because thing is I've learned as we've gone, like even like recently, I've learned more about this and I've been like, oh wow, this isn't what I thought it was. And I think that's the actual aim of this test is so that you know our Arnell can learn about death and about yeah. the need for it to be there, you know. Yeah. Just... Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> should we should we uh wrap up? Um yeah, should should we do a so what what do we should we do a uh what we generally thought of E4 and what we hope for the future? Sure. Um do you want to go first? You want me to go first? For me, E4 has been my favorite event of the year. It has brought so much. Um, it's pushed me into the part of the game that I didn't even know I was interested in, to be honest. I am there to fight. My goals and ambitions are to someday lead when it comes to battle. That's what I push towards. But throughout this test of metal in particular i found myself actually enjoying telling stories and reciting stories to others and to getting that reaction i feel like that's a part of the game that perhaps i may wish to delve into a little bit more so my hopes for the future are to first of all start sitting on a military council and get a little bit more you know information in that side of the game but also perhaps start telling stories not just to Dawn, but to all nations. Um, yeah, and I guess the other big thing is to, you know, become an oval. <laughs> so if that all goes well, I should hopefully be an oval of House Mortar next event. <laughs> what about yourself, Oliver? What are your hopes and desires for the future? Um, yeah, so well, yeah, I'll, I'll do my... Um... Well, actually, no, because I want to finish on a on a positive note. Not that I'm going to go negative, but um, yeah, my thoughts on E4. E4 was yeah my best event yet, most definitely. Um, so uh, I'm still to send some feedback to PD just in general, not like oh this is all negative, just just what I thought about as a um, as a customer of. Uh, PD for the first time this year yeah. um this battle I know that because I said we we want to like hold off a lot of when we talked about the battle um so yeah some feedback we have uh just in case people are listening and and want to message being like oh yeah you know you definitely just uh report to PD what happened we already have don't worry we already have report to PD what yeah. um with, with the incident um uh, I will say that, uh, yeah, there, it is a minority, um, but uh, I wasn't hit as, you know, it wasn't as bad as uh, Robin's experience. I had, I had myself one bad experience um, with a Druge player on the Sunday battle. Um, they hit me so hard in the side of the head that my ear prosthetic flew off um and instead of being apologized to they laughed and said ha ah, i've chopped your ear off and i'm like like that was glued on tight um 
but I, I just didn't take, I basically just like the fuck dude. That's literally what I said. Um, that's, that's a quote. I was like the fuck dude. And I didn't take the hit point and I just walked away from that person and walked down the line to somewhere else. Um, and I did hear, so this is third down information. I did hear that a few other people had been taking heavy headshots. I talked to someone that literally lost one of their head prosthetics as well on the Friday from taking a heavy headshot. There was someone who got hit in the eye very hard um, on the Friday as well. A few people were taking, there was basically, I heard lots of people taking headshots. Um, again, it's a minority. It, it like it, it's obviously something that uh i just want to just want to say i just want to say that the new player skirmish and the new player meetings are completely optional where they and i don't I, when we did them at e1 i do not remember them ever talking about how to pull a blow and what headshots are and whether you should do them and yeah when it they, they talked thoroughly for the rules and what timeout is and the put across all that um but i don't know i feel like there should be a mandatory thing that people need to make sure that anyone who comes to the event they understand that yeah this isn't uh, a different system that you've been to like a reenactment or another larp system this is a system where you need to pull blows yeah um like you said accidents happen like i've done it like i've been overexcited and i've hit someone too hard and i'm like crap i've hit you too hard um and the majority of people are so cool like i've been hit like square in the face by people and it has been totally fine like it hasn't hurt me at all and people have been apologetic to the point of like it's fine forget about it it's cool yeah you said you said sorry it's got like yeah. people are usually just like oh my god i'm so sorry i'm like it's fine it's cool it's cool it's fine it's all good um most of the majority of people are awesome um but yeah that there are a few people that maybe didn't get the memo um that's an issue i know there was a question about how the druze were acting and i know we said we would touch on that um uh this is feedback i i'm probably going to send in uh to pd because i was a little bit confused because yeah i thought the druze were acting out of character on the entire weekend yeah because they said oh yeah they're 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 caught i know they're cornered i know they are desperate but also uh if you're in the brief saying okay that they, they are they're not going to stand toe to toe with people uh i'm sure druge would much rather just run up a tree and hide in the tree and see if they can hide rather than take on 20 imperials on their own um so i don't know whether the, that was a decision from pd i don't know so i'll i'll uh i'm gonna uh give that feedback uh, yeah through. i think it's important to give that yeah. feedback because um, it was yeah. yeah on a on a positive note um yeah i had a absolutely overall uh fantastic event and yeah. i had great experiences with refs i had great experiences with uh yeah most of the other players uh, yeah apart from like one or two people that was literally it um that i interacted with on a field of thousands of people i had yeah. great interactions with everybody um yeah hopes hopes for the hopes for the future um yeah there, there was a there was a moment in that battle that i said i would come back to um that i was maybe a little bit disappointed in myself 
Um, so there was a moment where we are, as Imperials, surrounded in the Sunday battle. And there are like Druge in front of us. There are Druge behind us. And you can see like there's sensor bearers. So they have this mm-hmm. like green smoke that causes like the venom stuff, which is scary as hell. Um, and we are like in a narrow formation, right? And we are being surrounded. Um, there is a gap to our left-hand side. And there's a load of Dornish on my left. I remember you and I were stood next to each other. On our right was a load of Freeborn um, and maybe some other Imperials as well. And we're basically surrounded. I basically heard a lot of people going, OF, OF, like as we're getting like surrounded slowly by these Druge on all sides. And there's a gap basically on the left hand side on the Dornish flank. There is no reason for us to be there and die. And I see the gap and I'm like, there's a gap, go through the gap. But I don't like shout it. I, I kind of say it loud enough that you hear it and the people around me hear it. And the brass coaster next to us is like, yeah, you're going to have to tell them, pointing at the Dornish, being like, they won't listen to us. And yeah, this yeah. is where I was disappointed in myself because I literally just grabbed you. I was just like, just go, just go, just run, just run. And we just ran through that gap and we got out of there and... Yeah, I, I just I feel disappointed because I'm just like I should have taken control. Like because I was the one I I assessed the situation and went, okay, we need to as Imperials as a unit just push through the gap and not care. You, you, yeah. I, I should have told everybody because obviously no one was taking charge. Everyone was just like panicking. And I was just like they were like, oh no, oh no, and standing still. I should have just went. Okay, I'm taking charge of the situation. So for for Godric, I think maybe uh, having conversations with a few people and maybe taking that role on the battlefield. I don't know if I want to be getting into the military game at generalship level, to be honest, like you were talking about. So I don't know if I can handle all that, but yeah, maybe on a on a battlefield level, yeah. I think it sounds exciting, mm. terrifying, but exciting. <laughs> Yeah, so um, I think so. Is, is there anything else you want to say about E4 before we wrap up? So I think um, I think that's us, that's us. Yeah, we don't want it to end. So we, I, my plan is to do a gear and review um, mm-hmm. YouTube video at uh, some point uh, before the end of the year, where we just recap the entirety of our experience, uh, laughing for the first time and uh going to empire larp for the first time as well in 2022 yeah um but until then we're gonna wrap this uh e4 review up okay (laughs) right (laughs) see you later everyone we'll see you at e1 i guess bye Bye. (laughs) (laughs) see ya if you enjoyed this show make sure that you follow and subscribe so you know you know when a new episode is posted. Um, you can leave a review, you can share it around, it would really help us out, and you know we appreciate you doing that. And remember, you can catch us live on twitch.tv forward slash to have underscore to roll. That's the number two, and, and roll is into roleplay. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening.